How's it going, everybody? <clears throat> so, I didn't know whether I was going to do this or not, but I I started to write something out to post to Twitter and everything, but I was like, you know what? Even though I said I wasn't going to talk about the trial anymore until the verdict comes out. Sorry, I got a lot of indigestion or something. Woo. Came out of nowhere. Um, even though I said I wasn't going to talk about this until the verdict came out, I did want to say this. I just felt it in in me that um, I just want to say this. Um, I watched the first half of closing statements. I have not watched Herd's side yet, which I will probably when I get done recording this. But um, it's over. It's in the jury's hands, and now we just have to wait for the verdict. But I wanted to say a few things. Um, and, uh, some of the stuff I've said before, some of you might have, um, heard me talk about this, but, um, but yeah, um, without wasting any more time, I take a sip of a drink, and, yeah. So... Um, firstly, I want to say, I recognize that maybe not everyone who listens to this will agree with me or feel the same way or have the same journey and life experience as I do. And so, you know, because I'm planning on posting this on Twitter. So if you found this from Twitter, uh, thank you for coming and checking it out. But, um... Just be respectful, you know. Um, it's totally fine if you disagree with me or feel differently and all that jazz because, hey, we're all different humans and things like that. But um, all I ask is that everyone be respectful whether you agree with me or not. Um, so, yeah, so that's the first thing. Um When I was, I'll say in middle school, I started really getting into film, you know. Um, that was the first time that I really found myself get into anything, you know. I mean, you know, as, as an ele- elementary school kid, you know, growing up, you know, I loved Disney movies and cartoons and, and, and movies, but... You know, even I can recognize that at that stage of my life, it wasn't like it is now for me. You know, it was it was more of just a hobby or a fun thing to do or, you know, whatever. But um, when I was in middle school, I started watching um, Family Ties. It used to come on Nick at Night before, as I was going to bed every night. I think Nick at Night used to play like, you know, two episodes, I think, back to back. It might have been four, I can't remember. But between two and four episodes, and I remember, you know, I would, you know, I used to sleep with my TV on, and so even though I wasn't supposed to just stay up and watch TV at night, it was only supposed to be, you know, like, noise in the background, I would often stay up and watch Family Ties before going to bed. And so the first actor that I really ever got into was 
Michael J. Fox. And from there, you know, I got into, you know, Back to the Future and not Doc Hollywood. Strangely, that's one movie of his I have yet to see to this day, but a bunch of his movies, Teen Wolf. Um, and so, you know, I got into um, George Lucas and Star Wars and Steven Spielberg, you know. Some of the movies that I, I, I give credit for my love of film that I have today are movies like E.T. and Star Wars A New Hope and Back to the Future. You know, I grew up on Tombstone and Indiana Jones and, and, and that kind of a thing. But I also started getting into Tim Burton around that same time. But I grew up with a movie called Edward Hands, And I remember quite vividly very much like whether it was TBS or TNT or some other channel you know whenever Edward Scissorhands was on TV I always had it on because it you know and we always we had it on as a family a lot you know either you know me and my dad would watch it or me and my sisters or both me and my sisters and my dad my mom didn't really care about it because she's not a big movie person but but you know the rest of us if scissor hands was on we were watching it and you know obviously i knew tim burton you know directed that movie and so when i started to get in the film i started you know getting in you know to his movies too you know i mean even when i was a much younger kid i had a batman returns themed birthday so you know I, you know um even though as a young kid like that you know I, I knew it was Batman but you know I mean I didn't really know who Tim Burton was you know but uh fast forward a few years to my 14th birthday went to the theater to go see Holes for my birthday with a bunch of friends and they played the trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean the first one and I remember when the movie was over and we were leaving, my dad leaned over to me as we were walking out and said, you know that that one actor in that movie is Johnny Depp. That's Edward Scissorhands. And as we were walking out of the lobby, it literally, it was, it like, it was like a cartoon or something. Like, you never think you have some of these moments in real life that you see in movies and things. It literally stopped me in my tracks. Like, I had to stop and I was like, wait, what? And I immediately was like, there was a bunch of pirates posters up in the lobby. And I was like, where's, where's, where is he? Where's, where's Johnny Depp? You know, like, I know he's got to be on one of these. And I remember looking and I looked at his face. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> it is him. Holy shit. <laughs> it's like, Captain Jack Sparrow is also Edward hands, And from that moment on... You could say if Michael J. Fox initially lit the torch, uh, Depp <laughs> took the torch from Michael J. Fox and has been running with the torch ever since. Um, pretty much after that, I started watching any and every Johnny Depp movie that I could find that I... You know, I think the first movie I watched was What's Eating Gilbert Grape, you know. Um, I started, you know, Sleepy Hollow, Nick of Time, 
you know, I mean, pretty much anything and everything I started watching. Finding Neverland I got into, which then, you know, led into him and Freddie Highmore being in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory together. Um, that's when I became a huge Johnny Depp fan. And even to this day, in 2022, Depp is my favorite actor, you know? Um, and, <laughs> and to, uh, I guess something I need to fix, since I hold the man in such high regard, is even to this day, I still have not seen every single movie he's been in. I haven't seen The Libertine. I haven't seen the movie he directed himself. I think it's called, what, Arizona Dream? I haven't seen the whole thing of Mordecai, even though I tried to watch that and I thought it was terrible. Sorry, Johnny. Uh, there's still a handful of his movies that I haven't seen, so I need to fix that. Um, but, you know, he is by far my favorite actor, you know? Like, you know, some of my favorite movies of his is... You know, I still go back and forth within myself, whether Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of Black Pearl, or Sweeney Todd is my favorite movie of his because I love both of those characters so, so much. I love Sweeney Todd. I love Sweeney Todd. Um, like, even, like, Sweeney Todd is my favorite musical. I love it. I love that thing. Um, and I thought everyone attached to that movie just blew it out of the water. Um, but... Um, I say all that to say, you know, I'm not the kind of person to really put celebrities on on a pedestal, you know? I mean, growing up, you know, I've talked about growing up in the church and, and being a Christian growing up and stuff. Like, my friends would always make fun of me because, you know, I would pray for Britney Spears and pray for NSYNC because I'm like, well, I mean, if I'm going to be listening to their music, they're a big part of my life. Like, I care about them. Why wouldn't I pray for them just like I pray for my friends and my family? Like, you know, I want them to be okay, don't I? I want them to keep making music and and being successful and, you know, everything that goes into that, you know? It's like, why wouldn't I put that good energy back out in the world, you know? So for me, there's never been that divide between me and the people I admire, you know? Um, Depp is the only one that kind of blurs that a little bit. Not in the sense that, you know, I put him on a pedestal or anything. But he's the one person for me that if I ever got a chance to meet him, I probably would stammer like an idiot and have no idea what to say. I wouldn't be that way with anyone else. Christian Bale, Hugh Jackman, you know, uh, any of my other favorite actors. You know, Idris Elba, James McAvoy... Will Smith, doesn't matter. If I were to interact with any of them, I I would be completely fine. But for whatever reason, if I ever actually got the chance to meet Depp, I don't know what I would do. I legitimately don't know what I would do. Like, even just thinking about it, kind of freaking out. And it's not even actually a thing that's going to happen, probably. So, you know, um, just because of a lot of different reasons for me, you know. Um... His life and his work, you know, um, reading different articles about him through the years, watching his Inside the Actor's Studio, 
Uh, I might have even read a book or two about them. I can't remember whether there's any biographies about him, but um, I know I've read stuff about him. I just don't remember where they come from. I know most of it has come from off the internet. Um, But, um, and, you know, like videos and interviews that he's done over the years where he's talked about things in his life and whatnot. Um, You know, and I I posted this on Twitter not that long ago, and I'll, I'll say this again here. I think if you're somebody that doesn't know a lot about Depp, but you want a good place to start, I would say go watch his Inside the Actor's Studio that he did with James Lipton when he was alive. Um, I think that is a really, really good place to start. Um, But seeing the love, loving, kind person that he is, you know, his his movies and his life have got me through a lot. It's gotten me through... You know, working through addiction and self-doubt and, you know, so many of his movies were movies that I would, you know, put on in the background because they they would bring me so much joy, you know. I mean, I've talked about this on, on the podcast before, but the one movie of his that I've watched more than any other, and you're going to be surprised at what move, what title I say, the movie that I've seen more than anything of his is Finding Neverland. I mean, this this movie at this point in my life, I've watched probably... It's in the 60s. I've lost count, but it's in the 60s. You know? Because when I was a kid, I, I literally would watch it and then play it again. And then watch it and play it again. There was one day in particular where I watched it maybe four or five times back to back because I love feel good movies and also I've talked about this doesn't really have anything to do with Johnny Depp but you know my I don't know what you would categorize Peter Pan as a story whether it's a folk story or like a fairy tale story but you know if we're talking about like those old stories like you know Treasure Island and yada 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 you know 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, or Peter Pan is my story. I love the story of Peter Pan. I, like, I even love bad Peter Pan movies. Like, that Pan movie that came out a few years ago with Hugh Jackman, I love that thing. Is it the best Peter Pan story ever? No, but I love it because it's Peter Pan, because it's Neverland. I just, there's something about the story of Peter Pan, and so that was part of it for me. Love Finding Neverland because it's all about how the story was written and how it came about. And actually, I did a lot of research after watching it. And yeah, there are definitely some embellishments and and things changes to make it a more interesting movie. But I'd I'd actually say Finding Neverland is 80% pretty accurate, which doesn't happen with those kinds of movies all the time. So... You know, if you want a good idea of how Peter Pan came about, go watch that movie. Depp and Winslet are fantastic in that movie. And all the, the, the boys and Dustin Hoffman. So his movies just mean so much to me because they were constantly on in the background for me. Or even just, you know, taking up my full attention, you know. Um, 
knowing how much I know about debt. And again, and I hate saying that because it sounds like I'm being arrogant. And I don't mean it that way. It just kind of is what it is. But it's like, you know, for years, I was the fan that tried to, once or twice a year, catch up with what's going on with debt. I would, I would have my sites that I would visit. I'd have my places, my sources. And I would go and just be like, what's up, what's up with my dude, you know? Um, I stopped doing that a few years ago just because life and, you know, once, I would say once, um, you know, All Stranger Tides uh, came out, um, and again, I'm just saying this from my perspective, it, it, it really, I mean, because, I mean, it's true. I mean, Depp has talked about this in the trial and his lawyers, Depp is a private person. And so, you know, I would say, but somewhere between 2008 and what was it? 2011 when On Stranger Tides came out, um, around somewhere in that time, things got really quiet. And so, you know, there really wasn't a lot coming out about Depp or anything. And so, because of that and because of knowing as a private person, I just sort of stopped putting the putting the effort into reading about him. But I still have all of this knowledge of prior, you know. And it's like, ever since the stuff came out with Amber Heard, I've had so many people, friends and strangers, that, you know, basically tell me I have no idea what I'm doing, that I'm, I'm supporting an abuser, that he's not the person I, you know, that I think he is, you know, and it's like, on one level, of course you're right, I have never met Johnny Depp, ever, I, like, he doesn't know me, I don't know him, so on that level, anyone who says that is absolutely right, I don't know, I don't know from, from Jack and Jill, but, I know what I've seen of him at premieres. I know what I've read in the past. I know what I've seen him say in interviews and the way he conducts himself as a human being. I know what he did for, for Freddie and, and helping, knowing the bond that they have together and helping him get the role in, in Trial and the Chocolate Factory, all of these different things. And I can infer that the things... Amber was saying about Johnny were absolutely not true. And the thing that I've always said, and you've heard me say this in the podcast before, I've said this on Twitter, look, Depp has never hidden. And I, as a fan, have never hidden. Yeah, Depp has always, has had issues with alcohol, has had issues with substance abuse. That does not make you an abuser. And it also, you know, does you know it's like I've also seen people say to me and other people that are a fan of Johnny Depp it's like well you know you know some hero you have you know the drug addict and alcoholic and it's like screw you you know what it's like Depp is a real person who has been through real things it's like I'm sorry if I don't really care for the squeaky clean I can't relate to you because your life is so goddamn perfect kind of person the thing that I like about Depp is is he's real and he's open about being a flawed human being. 
that's why I love him. The, the reasons that you hold up as a reason not to be a fan of his are the exact reasons why I'm a fan of him. So, but the thing I really wanted to say, and, and I said all that to say, to get to this point. The thing I want and hope and wish for more than anything else is that this man is freed from all of this. Um, I think he's probably taken all of this in stride a lot better than I would have. I think it shows that the man can have a sense of humor about really serious things and I think I think that's a, a testament to the kind of person he is. I think he's absolutely absolutely stronger in spirit than I am. But you know, I don't know whether the verdict will be televised or whatnot, or if it'll just come out and the news or, or how it'll you know how it'll happen, but Assuming it will be, te- assuming it will be televised, I hope to be able to see peace wash over him, to know that he has been vindicated and that this is over. And you know, it's not going to happen tomorrow. Things are going to be better tomorrow. You know, the you know right after things happen. But I hope if he does win. That in time his honor will be restored and he will be able to find work and have work and and things like that. I don't want to lose someone like Depp as an actor. More than that, I don't want... I want somebody that I care about, even though I've never met him. I don't need to meet him to care about him. But I want somebody that I care about to to get the justice that they deserve. You know, and I don't know whether he or anybody close to him will ever hear this, but, you know, I can't... Uh, and you know, if he loses, I don't know that is. You know, a lot of people think his career will be over after this. I know I've said that to myself, but in actuality, I don't know. You know, there's. I mean, hell, Kevin Spacey is still trying to get work, and so if people are willing to fucking cast him in a movie. Then I'm sure in time, even if he loses, Depp will get work in and movies. You know, it might not be big studio movies right away, but I'm sure someone out there will want to cast him. And I think at this point, given everything that's coming out, you can't tell me that Warner Brothers and Disney and Universal and Sony don't are not paying attention to this and everything that's coming out. You know, they may not they they may just be paying attention to the cliff notes. They might not be watching all, you know 
however long court is each day, you know, but they are definitely paying attention to everything that's happening too. And I think at this point, the studios realized Warner Brothers at Disney specifically, I think I've realized they fucked up. And so I do think even if Depp loses, I think there will be some studios that reach out and be like, look, we know how things look, but we still want to work with you because we we believe we know the kind of person you are and we, we want to support you. But it might be a while. You know, it might be two or three years. Like I said, even if that happens, I doubt it'll be a, I doubt it'll be a quick turnaround. It might be a year or two once this is all over before he gets work again. But I do think work will come. But I think it'll come faster if he wins. And I hope he wins. Um, I hate hearing the audio clips of him in pain. I hate seeing the hurt in his eyes when certain audio is played in court. There have definitely been moments through the trial where you can see things weigh on him. And I just hope this will be over for him. Um, But look... The other thing I will say if he loses, and I'll end on this to a degree. Um, the other thing I will say if he loses, I hope he leaves things be. Um, Amber, Amber never thought that Depp would actually come out and say, I, Johnny Depp, a man, is a vic- I am, you know, a victim of abuse, you know. The fact that he has, um, and the fact that Amber also said in conjunction with that statement that no one would believe him, and the fact that now the entire world knows the truth, and the fact that maybe not everyone, but the majority absolutely is on his side. I hope is enough. It might not... If he doesn't win, it might not be justice in the court system. It might not be what I want for him and other people want for him. But he will have won where it matters. Where everyone knows the kind of person that Amber Heard is and they know the trauma that Depp has been through now and you know yeah so you know I'm not a praying man I'm not a believer anymore or anything like that but I'm not going to lie, there's that part of me that's like, I want to put those good vibes out there. If I was a praying man, this would definitely be a situation where I absolutely will get down on my knees and pray that 
Johnny gets what he deserves. Um, but I'm in agreement with the idea that I think during closing arguments, Camille and Ben Chu both gave the jury a really easy way to judge this and and to do this. But as I've said and other people have said from the beginning, even if you are somebody that does believe Depp and you are on his side, it's still a... from a justice system point of view purely it's an uphill battle it's an uphill battle even I as a Depp fan I have to ask myself if I was on the jury and I've heard all the things that I've heard you know during the trial and I have to be fair I can't let my love for Depp get in the way because I have I have to be fair I don't know. Like, this is an instance where I would have to be like, I don't, I would just have to be honest. I would, you know, in the beginning part of it, I would have to be like, look, I don't know that I can be impartial. I don't, I don't know that I can do this because I don't know, you know, because it's like, you know, it's like, You know, and it really is one of those things where it's like, you know, there's a, there's just, there's a few things, just two, maybe three things that is like, I could see it tip the scales either way. I think the majority of it clearly shows depth. And I'm hoping that is what the jury will see. But there are two or three things that are for, for, for loss of a better way to say it, are the troublemakers that will weigh the boat and could swing it the other way. And so it'll just be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what the jury says because it's, it's, it's not a home run. But I do believe Depp's team is on third base. We just need the jury to come up to bat and hit it over the hit it over the fence so you know Deb can come home. That's what we're waiting for. It's like we're close. We're really close. But all it takes is that good play from you know using baseball as an analogy, all it takes is a good play from the people on the, the players on the field and it's over. So we just got, we're just, we're just kind of just waiting, you know, so, but regardless of what happens with this, I will never stop being a Depp fan. I've said this to my friends and I'll say this publicly. If you think whatever happens when the verdict comes in. That my love for Johnny Depp and my admiration for him wavers or stops in any way. You're a fool. You are a fool. Um, 
if anything, it's going to make me want to go buy every single Johnny Depp movie that he's been in that I don't own. It's going to make me want to... buy anything related to Johnny Depp that I can, just to prove a point. That's kind of what it makes me want to do. Um, but... Yeah, you know, it's like I'm, I'm trying really hard not to get emotional because I don't want I don't want this to be that. But I'm worried. I am. I'm worried. Um, is Johnny Depp an addict? Yes. Is he an alcoholic? Possibly. Has he done some things in the past that are maybe questionable? Absolutely. Is this man an abuser? No. And even after everything that's coming out of court, that's come out of court, I still don't believe that. I just don't. And it's like I've said in past podcasts, I went into this thing impartial. Like, this is going to sound ridiculous to some of you, but I literally kind of got myself in a zen place. For like a week prior to court starting, I really went through this mental thing of getting me into a place where I could be impartial. Because that's how much Johnny Depp means to me. Like, I literally just had to get myself in the headspace. you got to separate yourself. You've got to, like, be fair. Because you don't know him. He is a celebrity. you got to be open for anything coming out. And I got myself there. And I waited, and I waited, and I waited, and I waited. And yeah, sure, were some of the texts that were shown or some of the things coming out kind of make me feel kind of weird and and didn't really rub me the right way sure but hey you want to you want to go through my text messages that I share with my friends in private you probably feel the same way if you've seen some of the conversations I have with friends you might not like those and so it's really hard for me to judge a person on things that in otherwise I would not know about if that makes any sense Um, yeah, so, I really wanted to feel any kind of empathy for Amber. I did, I did. You know, as the old saying goes, I say this all the time with my friends, it takes two to tango, right? It just is what it is. It's not about fair or anything like that. It takes two to tango. And so I was like, hey, you know, there's always a chance. But not anymore. Um, I would even say even after seeing her up on the stand the first time, even though she absolutely proved to me that she is an absolute narcissistic liar... 
I was still like, you know what? I still, you know, that's just the way that I feel about it. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But after her being on the stand again during rebuttal, it is absolutely clear that she is a liar. A liar, a liar, a liar. And that's when I was like, nah, I can't, I can't open that part of my brain or my heart anymore to this person. Don't get me wrong. If she really did go through abuse and things and, 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 and hard stuff when she was younger, I, like, I, nobody deserves to go through that. And if she too, like Johnny, was a victim of abuse, any kind of abuse growing up, that's not good. That's not okay. And I do feel sorry for, for her in that way. But that's where it stops. That's where it stops. Because no good person would do this to another human being. So. I I uh, I just hope this goes the way that it should. With... Step winning and everyone who said up to this point that us step fans just don't want to face the truth I want them to shut up <laughs> I just really want them to shut up um, so I'll have more things to say depending on what, what the verdict is but I don't want to say, the, say it now I could say some of it now but I'll save it for then um but thank you for listening if you have and again like I said in the beginning I recognize maybe not everyone who listens to this will feel the same way that I do but um, if you decide to comment or say anything on Twitter just be respectful Um, that's all I ask so thanks for listening peace out